Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today we're looking at 1 Samuel chapter 10, the anointing of Saul as the first king of Israel. And then we will fast forward to the book of Acts chapter 13, uh, where Paul and Barnabas are in Antioch, which is uh, one of the, during their time, it was one of the great uh, military centers and cultural centers of uh, Greece. And uh, there's an interesting experience that happens to them there where they are there uh, praying uh, with the other believers in Antioch. And the Holy Spirit, uh, after worshiping and fasting, the Holy Spirit gives direction uh, to set apart Barnabas and Saul. And um, it's an interesting parallel to uh, the selection of Saul as the first king of Israel in 1 Samuel 10 uh, because in both instances uh, you have uh, the Jewish people and then the Christian Jewish people uh, praying for direction and the Holy Spirit uh, comes upon them. And so as we read these, I want you to ask yourself, when have I sought the direction of the Holy Spirit? And when has the Holy Spirit uh, directed me uh, in a particular way? So we begin now with 1 Samuel chapter 10. Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him. He said, the Lord has anointed you ruler over his people Israel, you shall reign over the people of the Lord, and you will save them from the hand of their enemies all around. Now this shall be the sign to you that the Lord has anointed you ruler over his heritage. When you depart from me today, you will meet two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. They will say to you, the donkeys that you went to seek are found, and now your father has stopped worrying about them and is worrying about you, saying, What shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on from there further and come to the oak of Tabor. Three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you there, one carrying three kids, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall accept from them. After that, you shall come to Gibeath Elohim at the place where the Philistine garrison is. There, as you come to the town, you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the shrine with harp, tambourine, flute, and lyre playing in front of them. They will be in a prophetic frenzy. Then the Spirit of the Lord will possess you, and you will be in a prophetic frenzy." along with them and be turned into a different person. Now when these signs meet you, do whatever you see fit to do. For God is with you, and you shall go down to Gilgal ahead of me, then I will come down to you to present burnt offerings and offer sacrifices of well-being. Seven days you shall wait until I come to you and show you what you shall do. As he turned away to leave Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all these signs were fulfilled that day. 
When they were going from there to Gibeah, a band of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God possessed him, and he fell into a prophetic frenzy along with them. When all who knew him before saw how he prophesied with the prophets and the people, said to one another, What has come over the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? A man of the place answered, And who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? When his prophetic frenzy had ended, he went home. Saul's uncle said to him and to the boy, Where did you go? And he replied, To seek the donkeys. And when we saw they were not to be found, we went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Tell me what Samuel said to him. Saul said to his uncle, He told us that the donkeys had been found. But about the matter of the kingship of which Samuel had spoken, he did not tell him anything. Samuel summoned the people to the Lord at Mizpah, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought you up. I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and I rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But today you have rejected your God, who saves you from all your calamities and your distresses. And you have said, No, but set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. Then Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was taken by Lot. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by its families, and the family of the Matrites was taken by Lot. Finally, he brought the family of the Matrites near man by man, and Saul, the son of Kish, was taken by Lot. But when they sought him, he could not be found. So they inquired again of the Lord, Did the man come here? And the Lord said, See, he has hidden himself among the baggage. Then they ran and brought him from there. When he took his stand among the people, he was head and shoulders, tall, taller than any of them. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see the one whom the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among all the people. And all the people shouted, Long live the king! Samuel told the people the rights and duties of the kingship, and he wrote them in a book and laid it up before the Lord. Then Samuel sent all the people back to their homes. Saul also went to his home at Gibeah, and with him went warriors whose hearts God had touched. But some worthless fellows said, How can this man save us? They despised him and brought him no present. But he held his peace. Now Nahash, king of the Ammonites, had been grievously oppressing the Gadites and the Reubenites. He would gouge out the right eye of each of them and would not grant Israel a deliverer. No one was left among the Israelites across the Jordan whose right eye Nahash, king of the Ammonites, had not gouged out. But there were 7,000 men who had escaped from the Ammonites and had entered Jabesh-Gilead. Now we move to Acts chapter 13. Now in the church at Antioch, 
there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manain, a member of the court of Herod, the ruler, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they had arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of, the, of God in the synagogues of the Jews. And they had John also to assist them. When they had gone through the whole island as far as Papos, they met a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man who summoned Barnabas and Saul and wanted to hear the word of God. But the magician Elimas, for that is the translation of his name, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now listen, the hand of the Lord is against you, and you will be blind for a while, unable to see the sun. Immediately the mist and darkness came over him, and he went about groping for someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was astonished at the teaching about the Lord. Then Paul and his companions set sail from Papos and came to Perga in Pamphylia. John, however, left them and returned to Jerusalem. But they went on from Perga and came to Antioch in Pisida, and on the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and sat down. After the reading of the law and the prophets, the officials of the synagogue sent them a message saying, Brothers, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, give it. So Paul stood up and with a gesture began to speak. You Israelites and others who fear God, listen. The God of the people, Israel chose our ancestors and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt. And with uplifted arm, he led them out of it. For about 40 years, he put up with them in the wilderness. After he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their inheritance for about 450 years. After that, he gave them judges until the time of the prophet Samuel. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, who reigned for forty years. When he had removed him, he made David their king. In his testimony about him, he said, I have found David, son of Jesse, to be a man after my heart who will carry out all my wishes. Of this man's posterity, God has brought to Israel a savior, Jesus, as he promised. Before his coming, John had already proclaimed a baptism of repentance 
to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his work, he said, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. No, but one is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of the sandals on his feet. My brothers, you descendants of Abraham's family and others who fear God, to us the message of this salvation has been sent, because the residents of Jerusalem and their leaders did not recognize him or understand the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. They fulfill those words by condemning him. Even though they found no cause for a sentence of death, they asked Pilate to have him killed. When they had carried out everything that was written about him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he appeared to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, and they are now his witnesses to the people. And we bring you the good news that what God promised to our ancestors, he has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising Jesus, as also it is written in the second psalm. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. As to his raising him from the dead, no more to return to corruption, he has spoken in this way. I will give you the holy promises made to David. Therefore, he has also said in another psalm, You will not let your Holy One experience corruption. For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, died, was laid beside his ancestors, and experienced corruption. But he whom God raised up experienced no corruption. Let it be known to you, therefore, my brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. By this Jesus, everyone who believes is set free from all those sins from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, that what the prophet said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, be amazed and perish, for in your days I am doing a work, a work that you will, ne you will never believe even if someone tells you. As Paul and Barnabas were going out, the people urged them to speak about these things again the next Sabbath. When the meeting of the synagogue broke up, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. The next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord, but when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and blaspheming, they contradicted what was spoken by Paul. Then both Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, saying, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken first to you. Since you reject it and judge yourselves to be unworthy of eternal life, we are now turning to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have set you to be a light for the Gentiles, so that it may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and praised the word of the Lord, and as many as had been destined for eternal life became believers. Thus the word of the Lord spread throughout the region, but the Jews incited the devout women of high standing 
and the leading men of the city and stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them out of their region. So they shook the dust off their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So thus, we end these two readings. And I hope it was not lost upon you that the reference to Saul being um, selected the first king of Israel uh, that we read about in 1 Samuel is then also referenced uh, in the chapter that we read from the book of Acts. I'd like to share some questions for reflection, and then we will end with a prayer. What are your thoughts about the anointing of Saul as king of Israel? Two, what do you think about the way the tribes and families of Israel selected Saul as king? Three, why do you think Saul hid among the baggage when he was after he was selected king? Four, what are your thoughts about Saul going into a prophetic frenzy after being chosen king? In Acts chapter 11, the believers in Antioch are praying, and the Holy Spirit gives direction to send Paul and Barnabas to Antioch. What did you learn from this incident? Six, what are your thoughts about the Jews who followed Paul and Barnabas to incite crowds against them? Are there any modern parallels you can think of to this story? 7. Has there ever been a time in your life when you sought the direction of the Holy Spirit? And 8. When in your life have you felt that the Holy Spirit was leading you? And then why? I'd like to offer a prayer now. Lord, grant me the faith to seek your word, the courage to follow your word, and the confidence to share your word with all whom I might meet. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit and at the very tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. If you're ever in Detroit, I invite you to stop by our church. We're located at 600 East Warren Avenue, and we worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, and also Wednesdays at noon. I hope you'll join with me, continue to join with me in this uh, audio transmission of a reading of the Bible from 1 Samuel and uh, Acts. And uh, we will continue uh, through this process. I hope you'll invite a friend to join with you as well. Until tomorrow, the next time, this is Nick Hood, and God bless.